0: Yo, what's smacking NBA hoop fans, basketball fans, the 2K community? Hall of Fame fam, Hall of Fame alums, it's the L Scott Fitzgerald, the Demi got us back in the building. Let's get it, nigga. We back lit. Welcome to the Vibe. If it's your first time listening, second time, third time listening, and you haven't already, smack yourself first and smash the like button, man. Smash that favorite button. Join the Hall of Fame alums. Subscribe and follow the official Hall of Fame press badge handle on Twitter, man. That's where all of the official podcasts come out. We are on every platform that you can hear a podcast on. Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, CastBox, iHeart radio stitcher overcast we're not on espn pod center yet but we will get there let's grind let's talk some basketball though come on into the barber shop welcome home come on in close the door pull up a seat let's talk basketball let's talk day six of the playoffs man i can't believe that we are at day six already but my twitter is just L. Scott join the conversation how are you today loved ones i appreciate you for rocking with hall of fame press badge the show L Scott Fisher is the name basketball is the game it's time to talk facts man let's talk about day six let's talk about who played in day who played the games today let's start off with the 76ers and nets uh, we're in Brooklyn. We're back at the Barclay Center. And they're wearing the official Kooji outfits. You know what I'm saying? They're out there with the black on. they playing against a good team, man. They're playing against the 76ers. They're playing without Embiid now. No Embiid, which means that 18 to 19 shots have to be divvied up somewhere in between there. Somebody has to take some extra shots somebody's got to come up with at least seven somebody else come up with another seven and then somebody else come up with another five or six more attempts okay and what happened is the 76ers took advantage of one thing in particular the zone that the nets have tried to establish um They started off the game, though, good. The Nets, they did. They started off with uh, Damari Carroll hitting a couple threes and Karis Levert. He's back from this nasty injury, and he is back to playing at a level that tells you they have somebody in that position that's going to stay. They have some talent out there in the Nets organization. They need to get rid of Ed Reed. Need to get rid of, um, like, Rondell Hollis Jr., find somewhere for him to go so they can get somebody over there that will solidify, you know what I'm saying? Give them something to look forward to as Brooklyn fans, you know what I'm saying? They've got D'Angelo Russell. They've got um, Damari Carroll, as I said. They've got Jared Allen, and they've got Spencer Didwitty coming off the bench. So they have some tools, but Karis LeVert played like an all-star in that second quarter. That second quarter was all his, bro. All his, bro. Um, He played above average, and let me tell you, 6 of 13 for Jimmy Butler, 16 points. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to trip on that. But J.J. Redick did what he was supposed to do. Seven of 17, four threes in a row in that third quarter. I'm not sure if they were in a row or they were just in general. He hit four. But I know he hit four, you know what I'm saying, in that third quarter. Um, They needed that. And I'll tell you, Tobias Harris being a part of the offense more, bringing that ball to the court, is what they're going to have to do. Because in this Nets zone that they're trying to play, they are not picking up Tobias Harris. They're gonna make an adjustment, you know what I'm saying, for Tobias Harris. But I don't think they believe in Gardeners do at all. And he got open and he made them pay for it over and over and over, man. Twenty nine and sixteen for Harris. You know what I'm saying? That's a really good game. But I'll tell you this: the funniest thing they have, um. I apologize, man. I am watching a game right now, but it's neither here nor there. Uh the 31 from Brand uh from Brandon Simmons. What the hell am I trying to say? I'm gonna call him a whole different name because he wasn't playing like Ben. He was not playing like Benjamin Simmons, okay? And man played like somebody else. And I tell you, I act. I keep on asking this question. Maybe it's true and we don't wanna accept it, and then maybe we need to just Accept it and then leave it alone because he's not going to address it. He's just going to leave it alone and leave it at that. I'm left handed, I'm left handed. Look, Ben Simmons scores the ball at such a high clip with that right hand, bro. He's shooting uh, Kareem type uh, sky hooks with this right hand. He's shooting some over the shoulder, over the left shoulder, shooting right. You know what I'm saying? He's on the opposite side of the rim bringing it back bringing the ball back to his right hand to put it up I'm not gonna say anything else anymore Hall of Fame how do you all feel about what I'm saying man it's Ben Simmons right-handed bro is he just gonna continue to score with his right hand leave his left hand alone like he can hoop with his hand tied behind his back he really can 31 points tonight man it It's a revelation, man. They need that. And I'll tell you something that they don't need. Something they don't need is James Ennis playing defense the way that he did tonight. James Ennis has got to step it up on defense. For real, for real. If they're going to put you in the game, you got to do something. You got to stop somebody. You got to do something. Um, also they had Greg Monroe in the game because, um, you know, as I said, and B wasn't playing, Bobine got a couple of minutes, you know what I'm saying? He did what he was supposed to do. Got a couple of rebounds, got pushed in the back a little bit, got a couple of points, a couple of, um, and ones or whatever, but you know, that's just Bobine. But Greg Monroe being on the team, that was cool. A cool little addition. I tell you, Elton Brand, man, shout outs to Elton Brand. He is doing what he is supposed to do as a GM, I'm telling, I'm telling you, he is looking like Steve Kerr, and the w- it, Steve Kerr since he retired went to the right organizations and did the right things, basically. So he went to Phoenix and helped that organization, and it was beautiful there. You know what I'm saying? The job that he did, it was beautiful. Then. You go on to the Warriors, you get your coaching job, you're a first-year coach, and you get a championship. Second one, you get a championship, like, I mean, well, you're going to the finals every single year, so, I mean, you got chances after chances. You got to swing at it, and that's what he's been saying since he got there, though, is just, you know, we'll have a swing at it every single year. We'll have a swing at it. We got to just, you know, whatever. Uh... On a whole nother note, side notes, sidebar. I am watching the game, and they're watch. um, They have a little ticker tape on um, Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut is playing pretty good tonight. Um, side note. Right back, backtrack to the game that I'm talking about. The um Ben Simmons, man, at 4:20 in the third quarter, I believe that is. He faked the pick and roll, and took off. I tell you. I don't remember who it was. I really would love to give them their credit right now. But they said that, you know, Ben Simmons in transition is unstoppable and he's got to use that to his advantage. He faked that pick and roll and went straight to the basket looking amazing, yo. Dunked it with his right hand. Dunked it with his right hand. Laying the ball up with his right hand. He's doing what he's supposed to do, man. Going to that right side of his body and scoring. So, um, I don't know. But I tell you, blowing up plays like that, fake pass, and then going straight to the hole, slamming it. Everybody's scared of you making that next step. You know what I'm saying, Ben Simmons? Everybody is waiting on him to do that pick and roll and pass that ball. They want that ball out of his hands. But if you keep that ball in your hands and go forcing your way into the lane when there's nobody there because he had a lot of opportunity because of Embiid um, be, not being in the middle he was able to take advantage so and also Jalen Rose with the very importance that that Ben Simmons is going to be the tallest person on the floor as soon as Jared Allen sits down um Ed Davis is in there but he's you know not gonna defend him per se It's not gonna defend Ben Simmons per se so you know it just goes from there to show you that The guy is going to be an X factor. He's going to affect the game in a positive way or in a negative way. But you have to give him the opportunity to do something. And, bro, just shoot your shot. 31 points. Just shoot your damn shot. All right. I'm Enough. 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 I'm beat up on the 76ers. They won the game. You know what I'm saying? They won tonight. They're up. 2-1 in the series, 131-115. to They went to the Nets home and did what they were supposed to do as a team. Shout-out to J.J. Redick for, once again, 26 points, man, 7-13. And Jimmy Butler didn't have too bad of a game, as I said, man. 6-13, but 16 points. They are not guarding Harris in this zone. So he has got to be um, mindful of that, and he has got to... Work hard, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm gonna say. He has got to work hard, uh, because they're gonna make an adjustment. So, enough of them, enough of the 76ers. Let's talk about it. Uh, the 76ers, I mean, not 76ers, the Spurs, I'm tripping y'all. The Spurs versus the Nuggets. Uh, Spurs are back at home and they did what they do, win at home. But I'll tell you, Derek White not being in game two, that was just like an option. Uh, uh, It's just like going out into a war and you got your extra clips in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? You're not even going to use that. You're just going to wait until you absolutely need that. So the next time you get in the battle, you're going to pull out that whole clip and let it off. And that's what Derrick White did. He let it off. Man, it stuck on automatic that first uh, half, 26 points in that first Freaking half, man! Um, I tell you, I love the Nets off. I mean, not the Nets. The Nuggets offense—they have a lot of distraction plays. They have a lot of distractions, a lot of cross screens, a lot of brush screens, a lot of uh, split screens where somebody has to go through the middle, and uh, what they call it—elevator doors and things like that. Jamal Murray slips and slides through a lot of those screens, and Jokic is in the middle of a lot of that stuff. So that offense is very distracting it's a lot of wizardry that goes into it but let me get back to Derek white 26 first half points he took something from the comments about ben simmons and used them. he really did he really did what he did was he allowed himself to take critiques i guess and take the ball into his own hands. His first step attacking moves that he used. Very craft-like. Like his, I think they were really afraid of him shooting the lights out. And they were running him off of that three-point line. But he was not allowing them to run him off of that three-point line. He was faking and going. He was running at them. In transition, if you are using, you know what I'm saying, on your feet uh, on your toes, you know what I'm saying, on your heels as you're going backwards. If you are getting attacked, you are in trouble. You're in a bad position. And what Derek White was doing was making sure that these guys were in bad position when guarding him. He was taking the ball, faking it, hit fake, uh, jab steps, uh, side steps, into some nasty moves towards that rim. He was going full head of speed going straight to the rim you know what I'm saying and coming up with some crafty finishes you know what I'm saying he was scoring over um Millsap and uh Plumlee at will and I'll tell you Millsap has to be a bigger part of the offense the fact that he is one of the only ones with some experience he's got to kind of be the father of the team he's got to settle some people down settle some of these guys down because As I said, the offense is wizardry, and you know what I'm saying? But the Nuggets, they need some help. They really do. And I think they're going to Jamal Murray, man. Shout-outs to uh, Coach Nick. It's a little what to watch with, man. W2, WWF, what to watch with Fitz, man. Coach Nick, how Jamal Murray saved the Nuggets season. Because if Derek White was playing, he would have to be guarded, by Derek White and watch him do a little bit of scoring on the other side, which would then in turn turn into well um a struggle, a power struggle between the two, a tug of war. Something that offsets the other, you know what I'm saying? Where he's working on the offensive end as he's sizzling, you know what I'm saying? He's working on the defensive end as he's sizzling. So Derek White came to play, man. The Spurs were lucky, I'm telling you, to have the lead at halftime because the Nuggets, as I say, they went on 11-0 run early in the first, uh, at the end of the first going into the second. And as I say, the Spurs were very lucky to have that lead at halftime. The Nuggets, they played a lot of sloppy basketball. And in that, what I mean is you kind of have to play a little bit of sloppy ball when you're playing against the Spurs because there's so much perfection. It's such precision. It's such swing, 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 swing. Here's a shot. It's such uh, masterful basketball. It's so fundamental. It's almost so regular (laughs) that it's decent. You know what I'm saying? It's so regular but stay with me man it's it's let's do it like this the third quarter was basketball as usual as i would call it basketball as usual close game uh probably was like i don't know 33 to 34 probably the tally between quarters um so it was that close of a quarter but that fourth quarter Derrick White went off again. You know what I'm saying? He went back to shooting. He didn't shoot anything in the second quarter. I mean, he missed, but you know what I'm saying? He got back to doing what he was doing that first half in that last quarter. I want to say something, though, too. Yoko 845 in the fourth quarter. That up and under move. Was that a travel? I understand we're watching the ball as he's making this move and making these moves, but his feet switch positions in his pivot foot. He did a swapping of his moving of his pivot foot and then jumped, hopped into that layup. I don't know if that's a travel. How do you guys feel about that? Let me know, bro. Right here on the Hall of Fame Press Bad Show. Like I said, hit up that Twitter man at Justell Scott. Hit me up and we can talk about it, man. If you ever want to be on the Hall of Fame Press Bad Show, man, just hit me up. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we we can work. We can work. Um, But basically, like I said, that third quarter was basketball as usual. The Spurs started to show why they're the Spurs. Uh, DeMar DeRozan was coming down the court scoring as a viable option, I'll say. Uh, he was in the transition game, and they were feeding him the ball, and he was finishing off those layups that some of those guys could not finish. So, congratulations to um, Greg Popovich. I saw him after the um, game, the press conference. He says, yeah, he's just doing what he's supposed to do, like which is what I'm saying, basketball as usual for the Spurs. So, in that... I am watching Golden State beat the sleeves off of the Clippers right now. They're still in the fourth quarter. I am ready for that game to finish. The Golden State Warriors are going up on these guys 2-1. There's nothing really to talk about in this game other than the fact that Kevin Durant in that first quarter, first half, played like he had a attitude. Played like he had a chip on his shoulder and showed you guys, hey, I'm the reigning finals MVP two times in a row for a reason. It doesn't matter who's defending me. It does not matter. And with that being said, who's the better on-ball defender today for someone like Kevin Durant? Who's the better on-ball defender? Is it Patrick Beverly or is it LeBron? LeBron can lock somebody up still on defense if he wants to. I just don't think that he finds those matchups to do that kind of stuff in. Like that, the way that Patrick Beverly has found his way into Kevin Durant's mind. So, he's got him. You know what I'm saying? Under control. Um, And he came to play, man. It's all to it. He showed that he's a 99 overall for a freaking reason, bro. Play at an all-star elite level, man. Tough basketball, he played, uh, seen the nasty dunks, man, I've been just waiting and waiting until the game is over, but it just will not finish, it seems like, man, it's late, and so I'm going to get this episode, uh, I mean, this segment of the show out, because, hey, last night was really, really a struggle, man, I was up all freaking night, at least a good four hours trying to get those segments out uh trying to get the segment out but it's what it is man it's just another day in the life of a podcaster man i appreciate you guys for listening to me man you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me so i appreciate that from the bottom of my heart man are you dumb you don't fuck with hall of fame man you must be drunk that's it day five day six and now we're going on to day seven as the next breakdown man i'm will be continuing to bring you all content about the playoffs and i want to get someone to talk playoff basketball with me talking about round two so if you would like to join the hall of fame alums hall of fame fam and join me right here on the hall of fame press Bag show and talk some ish right here in the barbershop man just feel free to join the conversation at twitter or hit me up on the amino at HOF Press Badge, man, I'm on there all the time, you guys can talk to me, I always talk back on there, I'm in the chats, I'm in the comments, I'm on people's polls, I put up my own polls, and um, with that, I'll go back to the usual suspects, man, alright, before I before I end real quick, the um, usual suspects, they're looking at Ty Lue. they're looking at Monty Williams, They're looking at a bunch of stuff And um, I don't know who's going to be the coach I really don't Um, I'll say this It doesn't really matter who the coach is If the team Isn't any better The team went through injury after injury after injury and I don't think that the coach is as important as the team itself right now. And LeBron is as far, far away from the nonsense is really good. But in that, he has to come, come on in, pull up a seat, and talk some basketball with somebody, man. Somebody soon. He's going to have to be talking with. You know, he's going to be doing these uh, press runs for the inevitable movie of um, Space Jam 2. So, bro, I put up the poll. I asked the question. I said, are we happy with LeBron not being in the playoffs? Are we hating it? Or are we loving it? 72% of you guys are happy that we do not have LeBron in the playoffs. I like that a lot. I appreciate everybody that voted for these guys, uh, I see Liam Walker. Shout-outs to Liam Walker, man, level 9, man. I see, honestly, it's been nice seeing most series being competitive in the first round. And that is going to get a like from your boy, man. I appreciate that. 10 out of 10. Finally, I don't have to see his overrated face in it. Bleed green for life. A Nice Celtics fan. A nice little diss for the man, the king. Uh, Ronnie 1K not Ronnie 2K Ronnie 1K he says a fat L it's a fat L to not see LeBron's overrated face in it but shout outs to the boys on Hardwood Amino that rock with the Hall of Fame Press Bad Show um I will see let me see if I can go back here got a damn problem with my app right now so I apologize for the lateness here, but I asked a question because LeBron goes and puts pound sign King in studio, right? Well, King goes to the studio, if LeBron goes to the studio, does this press run for Space Jam 2, what TV show would you like him to end up on? What TV show would you like him to sit there and talk? You know, I asked I didn't get as many votes as I thought I would get because I'm guessing that people are happy that we're not seeing LeBron in these. We're not having to talk about him. You don't have to talk about the usual suspects right now. But being that that is the backdrop to what the playoffs is right now is what's going to happen next year with the greatest player. I don't understand it. I really don't. I need to stop the clout chasing and the shenanigans, bro. That's all I can say about that B. But in studio, I had NBA on TNT with the boys, Ernie J, uh, Ernie, Kenny Smith, uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq. Almost said uh Chris Weber. <laughs> That's why I had to stop for a second. Uh on NBA and TNT, on TNT, everybody wants to see him on there. Now, I don't know if it's just because of the unscriptedness or whatever it is. Or they just want to see Charles Barkley and him talk. I mean, him and Charles Barkley can talk over at Dan Patrick, at the Dan Patrick show. I'm pretty sure that they could do that. and uh, Talk over the phone at each other. Um, I'm sure that uh, Dan Levitard um, could get those guys to talk you know what I'm saying, because Dan Levitard, Dan Levitard gets everybody, like once they go fishing, he gets them to come back to talk shit, he really does and that's cool, you know what I'm saying, but me personally, I'm not a Dan Levitard fan or whatever, I don't watch what he has going on that often, I like his grandfather and stuff like that, because you know his father, because he did do the 420 um, the 420 video that I didn't I mean that I did share with you guys if you do all if you all do not know about that 420 show that he did last year. He rapped Pops rapped a Wiz Khalifa mesmerized verse. If you don't know mesmerized word for word, you're not a Cushion Orange Juice fan, you need to not listen to a Hall of Fame Press Pad show. Let's just get that out the way. But Pops was on there and stuff saying saying a rap, it was pretty cool. I liked it in the middle of a commercial break. Um, So, personally, I don't watch too much Dan Levitard. But he gets people to come on his show and talk shit. And as I'm saying, you can have Dan Levitard on there. You know what I'm saying? He can go to Dan Levitard. But I would like to see him go to the Odd Couple. Talking with Rob and Chris. That's just my opinion. I voted on the poll but guess what i was the only person to vote for that so i'm in the minority it is what it is but i had the herd on there with colin and doug Gottlieb. somebody voted for that um actually two people voted for that uh undisputed with shannon and skip i got 17 percent of the votes on first take with steven and uh steven a and max I got 6.9% of the votes. I was thinking that that would have a lot more. But, of course, 69%, they want this guy on NBA TV. So, I'm thinking that when this happens, I'll be on it. uh, See what they had cracking. But, I don't think that he'll be going there. He did write the tweet. But, if he goes, it will be a big deal. Okay? It'll be curtains It's definitely something It's must watch TV And we're gonna have to talk about it man We're gonna have to talk about it We're gonna be like Why did he say that? Why did he say that? Just let it happen man Alright man Enough of me going in my bag On the usual suspects It is game I mean not game 6 It is day 6 breakdown So on to day 7 I appreciate you guys for rocking with all the fame press bad show man as I said, join the conversation at Just there, Scott on Twitter. Check me out on the Hardwood Amino at HOF Press Badge. Log on to HallofamePressBads.com for the exclusive blog content. If you feel in the vibe and enjoying the ride that I'm on, on my road to 99, like, comment, review, subscribe. Continue to inspire me to inspire you. Forward progress is forward progress. Let's grind, man. Ball is life. This is day six of the playoffs, man breakdown, ballless life, let's grind, close the door behind you on your way out, the shop is closed, it fits, and like that, we gone.